genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We're covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering minute 95, quite possibly the greatest perdition minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. Chris, we are on the road to perdition. This minute starts with Azriel monologuing and ends with Azriel being a schmuck. I did not think that was what you were going to pick for this minute. What did you think it's I was going to pick? Greatest, it's the greatest Elvis minute ever. Oh, listen. <laughs> uh, I get enough Elvis listening to Kevin Smith. Thank you very much. <laughs> So it was yeah. Well, you just wanted me to say Elvis, so we could do terrible Elvis impressions. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to hear you do Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank, you, thank you very much. Hey, well, we'll, welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. <laughs> I was going to do thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, that's I mean, that's the one. But it's the um, it's the thing we talked about before. You know, you're doing a bad impression when you have to either say the person's name or say a catchphrase. Yeah, the line that they them. say. Yeah, <laughs> the line yeah. everybody knows. <laughs> thank you very much. Like, if you're, just, if you're just talking like Elvis, well, then you can just pretend like you're Elvis. But if you're saying, uh, you know, love me tender, love me true. Like, it's like, uh, you're being Elvis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not impersonating Elvis. You're being Elvis. <laughs> okay. Who's the superior Elvis? Fat Elvis or skinny Elvis? Uh, I don't know. I think I gotta go with skinny Elvis because fat Elvis, sometimes he looks a little sloppy. Um, I, yeah. I, and I gave you a divide there that really is does exist. But, like, fat Elvis is really just the last couple of years. I think right. peak Elvis for me may be comeback Elvis. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. what sixty eight. Like before, he's like he's he's bulked up obviously because he was a thin guy. Right. But like he's still pretty much in shape. Like if he had stayed that size the rest of his life, he's like two hundred pounds. Be like, right. all right, whatever. Yeah, he'll be fine. He, he bulked up to about three fifty. I just listened to a podcast the other day talk about like what he eats each day. I mean, everybody makes a joke about the peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Right, but they went through what he eats during the day. It was fucking way worse than I thought it was. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Oh my god, yeah. he's eating like he's eating like six thousand calories in every meal. <laughs> like, not only could I like I do I not want to do that, I couldn't physically do it. No, no, I would blow up until I would I would literally explode. I would blow up. <laughs> I would just be like, yeah, I'd be like, I would just be puking and just like crapping myself, and I'd be like, oh, this yeah. is fun. <laughs> it doesn't sound like fun at all. Yeah. You can't even enjoy yourself at that point. You're just gorging yourself. Oh, my God, yeah. I, I don't... It, it's almost like he had a huge substance abuse problem. Right. Well, that's what he probably had to munchies constantly. <laughs> well, I, I um, Bill Barter is the whole thing about it. Of, uh, he was the uh, he was the one that led the way. He had all the problems. He had the entourage, the shitty manager that stole from him. You know, he got hooked on drugs. He got fat. <laughs> you know, he really did. He really did have all the problems. He's like he he really paved the way to all the problems. <laughs> <laughs> the only problem he didn't have is everybody forgot about him because he didn't let him. He never gave him a chance. Oh my! He still makes the list of like top ten or, or, top ten earning dead celebrities. He's on it every year. Oh, I bet. I bet. I mean, they just made that movie. Well, I mean, and that's going to be. It just it gives him more. Yeah. All right, so now I said it, and I literally mentioned the top ten, so we're, of course, going to look it up. <laughs> Here we go, top ten. <laughs> we got to uh, stop sure. doing top ten so much, because when I get stuck and you're not here and I get a ho- uh, co-host, that's all, I do. that's all I know how to do is top ten to kill time. <laughs> all right, I'm actually going to give you the top 13, because that's what the list is. Dead um, celebrities? Yes, so okay. top 13, there's actually, like, I think there's a, is there a tie in here? No, it's 13, because there's a, I think there's a couple ties. So, you want to try to give me any of the people you think are on this list? Uh, Jim Morrison. 
Um, negative. Negative. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I'm we got all a lot of musicians on the list. Yeah, that's all I'm thinking about is musicians. Um, uh, a John couple Lennon. of authors. What is it? John Lennon is number twelve. Um, okay. Sixteen million dollars in earnings in 2022. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> the man made sixty million dollars. He's been dead for forty years. Yeah, yeah. People, kids don't even know who he is, and he's making sixteen million dollars. Oh, I can't think right now. Uh, Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra not on the list. Really? So he's done. They've uh, they've literally forgotten about Frank Sinatra. I'm trying to look at. Uh, there's a couple you're probably not going to get. Uh, there's, there's a couple you're definitely not going to get because <laughs> they're just they, they're being possible to think about. Here, I'll try to lead you. Give me like one or two more musicians. Elvis is obviously on the list, so right, Elvis try like one or two right. more musicians, and then I'll give you a, one of the other categories. Freddie Mercury. No, not a bad I guess though. No, I mean because they just—he's got a, two movies out now too, doesn't he? Um, <laughs> well, put I it this way: you you pick John Lennon. Who else might be on there? Uh, well, Paul McCartney's still alive, so uh, George Harrison. Yes, twelve million. He was number thirteen. He's the bottom. He's the bringing up the rear really? on this list. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think all I'm right. out. I think I. All right, you think? All right. So <laughs> there is one athlete on the list, and there is one, two, three authors on the list. Hmm. What's that? Tolkien guy is he dead? J.R.R. Tolkien number one on the list. Wow! Last year's earnings five hundred million dollars. <laughs> friggin' nerds! You friggin' nerds! <laughs> <laughs> the man is doing all right for himself. Damn, sure he is. Wow! Now, and this list does change from year to year. Like, if like he was not, all, he did not make five hundred million dollars every year. So like I mean, we're, are we we're sure? after we finish this list, I'll I'll briefly like some people are I bet are on the list every year. Like he's not even on the list last year. This is because this is probably when his um the the Amazon uh, money came out yeah. for uh for that new series. That he had a new series. All right. So, so who gets uh, paid? His 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 uh, his estate. Whoever owns the estate. Yeah. Wow. All right. So the athlete on the list is Kobe Bryant. Yeah, well, Four hundred million dollars. He's number two on the list. For what though? Like endorsements? What is he getting I, paid yeah, for? Who the fuck knows? I don't even know. But I'm gonna guess he wasn't. I mean, I think he was. He died in 2020, right? He wasn't yeah. on the list last year. Like I said, there's some people that vary on the list, and there's I'll be a couple. Honest, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they're still paying out his damn contract. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, he been retired for like almost ten years or five years. Okay. Uh, number three is Bowie, two hundred and fifty million. Really, number three? Yeah, number four, Elvis, one ten. James Brown, one hundred. Michael Jackson, seventy five. I bet he's on it almost every year. Yeah, um, number seven. Right. Would have thought of it, but Leonard Cohen, fifty five million. I don't even know who that is. Um, he sang Hallelujah. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Wow, um, that's the only song I, I know. Here's one him, that though. I think uh, the two authors you're not going to get because you're not thinking them as authors, probably, or you might. Doctor Seuss, thirty two million. Charles Schultz, twenty four million. Wow, Charlie Brown. Now, so that was the 2022 list. Now, I will not bore everybody forever with these things, but I will flip back a couple years and see if there's anybody who's on it every year. Schultz, Dr. Seuss, Elvis, John Lennon are the only ones on the previous year's list. And Michael Jackson. Oh, well, Michael Jackson's probably been yeah. on the year before year that. Seuss, Schultz, Presley, Kobe Bryant was on it, John Lennon. Prince. Like, Gotta be on there. Prince is on it a couple times. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn Monroe shows up on it sometimes. She looks like she get, makes about ten million dollars a year. So depending on how much other people make, so That's like amazing. in 2018 she's number eight, but she's making about fourteen million a year. Oh in 2018, God. Michael Jackson made four hundred million. Wow. 
Michael Jackson, number one there. Michael Jackson, number one. Holy fuck. 2016, Michael Jackson. $825 million. What? Why? <laughs> what happened in 2016? What the fuck? Number nine in 2016, Albert Einstein. Einstein? Who the hell made $11 million? <laughs> that is weird. That is weird. Uh, there is a lot of... Marilyn Monroe is another one who's on this a lot. Um, she, but like image. I said, she always makes about the same amount of money. It's just... You know, it, the rest of the list kind of fluctuates. Michael Jackson is, like, top three almost every year. Wow. Elvis is usually top five. It's a lot of times... I can't believe Bowie was above Elvis. Yeah. It's just because it maybe because something must have sold this year. Because that was a lot of money. Right. Yeah, like, Jackson, money. Presley, Schultz, Dr. Seuss, every year. Every fucking... John Lennon. Wow. are on it every year. That's crazy. All yeah, right. I don't know how the fuck we got down that rabbit hole, but, you know... I, I'll tell you what we didn't here. do. You... You never said what the minute started and ended with. Yes, I did, <laughs> Dickhead. Okay, you should pay attention when I'm talking. <laughs> it's been a long time since you said that. And we didn't so, even get into the minute yet. So, as the minute starts, and he's going, he's still finishing his monologue from yesterday, talking about how that was Angel yeah. versus Angel. And then God cast the rebels out. And this is when we find out that he didn't want to fight. Yeah, he stayed in the middle. He didn't fight. He's an artist. And apparently, God don't fuck around if you don't want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> he don't like wussies. God don't like wussies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I think what the muse says, the other muse, I guess, um, Salma Hayek says, is probably the real truth. He's, he's going to scream out in a second. Jason Muse says, well, why didn't you want to fight? And he's like, were, you know, were you afraid or whatever? And he's like, I was an artist, stupid. I don't buy that. I think what Salma Hayek says is the truth. He stayed on the sidelines to wait and see who won. Yeah, he was going to side with whoever won. That's what he was doing. Part of me believes if he truly was a, in what we would use in our parlance of our times, a conscientious objector, like I just refuse to fight. If that's truly what was in his heart, I think God gives the pass. God just goes, okay, well, you don't fight. All right. But God knows you're lying. (laughs) You're just like, oh, yeah, I just wanted to, I don't fight because I'm amused, right? Like, Like, I'm inspiration. I'm, no. I'm just over yeah. here inspiring people. He's like, well, you should have inspired me to fight, bitch. Now you're going to hell. <laughs> straight, straight to hell. Now, I guess he, you get horns when you go to hell. Is that how that works? He's a demon. So I guess when you're a demon, you get the little horns. Right. Well, he wasn't a demon when he was amused, though, right? No, he was he was cast down and became a demon. That's when you become a demon. Okay. Yeah. Um, perdition is, in Christian theology, a state of eternal punishment and damnation into which a sinful and unpenitent person passes after death. It's also the fancy way of saying hell. <laughs> right. I, I think Jason Muse is right. He's a fucking chicken. <laughs> yeah, I think that, again, <laughs> you could have just said that. Like, you still might have yeah. got cast out, but, like, yeah. you could have just been like, I was afraid to fight. No, because he was scamming. That's what he was doing. He was trying to get on the well, winning yeah, he was going to sit on the sidelines, because if Lucifer wins, he's going to be like, yo, yo, dog, had your back the whole way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy the I was an artist stupid bullshit. No. Yeah. Also, I mean, did you not know what the what the outcome of that was going to be if you didn't fight? Right. Right. I mean, did I you think? think you I think just either way, you were in deep shit. Because I feel like if Lucifer wins, he's not going to take you sitting on the sidelines kindly either. No, you didn't help. You didn't help. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cast you to wherever the fuck I'm sending people, or just killing them, or whatever <laughs> yeah. he's gonna do. What's worse than hell? Where you're you sending people. Also, that's not true. Amuse has no place in battle. There's always people in battle that are, you know, you want people there. You need people that can sing and, you know, write. You need poems written about it and shit. You need some muses there. You need some inspiration. Yeah, you need somebody. Somebody to, just to record everything. You need some yeah. 
Yeah, you could have, like, I'm not saying you had to be on the front lines, but, like. Right. You could have helped a little. could have helped out. What'd you do, hide? Is that what he did? I mean, like I'm assuming, in, in my mind, it's like a real battle of some sort. You could have, like, helped out wounded people. You could have. <laughs> right. Like, in a real war, and if you look it up, you can see the numbers on it. Only, like, let's say roughly 5 to 10% are truly what you consider in your mind frontline troops. Really? That small? That, that Yeah, low? and then there's support and support to the support and medical. And, like, for every one soldier who's off fighting, there's 5 to 10 people back somewhere doing other work right right because you need people like say you're fighting in whatever you're in iraq so you need the people there who are at that base the people who are medical logistics uh command all that stuff's at the base and then there's the base that's running it which would probably be like central command somewhere is running it and then that's being run from the pentagon and then you need all the supplies the tanks the planes the fuel like that shit comes from somewhere and it's all military people doing it so yeah you still there's many other things to do. <laughs> so it feels like the guys on the front line just won some shitty lottery at that point then, huh? Yeah. That's why they were like, people would be like, oh, if there's ever a war, I'll just say I'm a conscientious objector and I'll get out of it. I'll be like, fuck, no, you won't. They'll be like, there you go. We have something for you to do. Like, you don't have to have a gun and go fight, but like, oh, there's right. plenty of there's work to be done. There's plenty of shit. Yeah. There's lots of jobs to be done where you don't have to carry. You know, they'll send you to like the North Pole or something. <laughs> You'd be in charge of this base. <laughs> yeah, he. I love her line reading of something he considers a grave injustice. Was <laughs> yeah. sent away. Because I feel like in this scene we can understand her better than when she was, you know, freaked out and talking. We couldn't get a word out of her. Maybe when she was just talking fast, it was a little tougher for us. Yeah, I think so. She's fine now. Oh, she's always fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was base, and I don't apologize for it. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't even say boo or nothing. I was, I was yeah. right on on, there, on board with you. Well, I don't think we. I mean, we know he's Azrael, but like, and they both say they're inspiration, but like, we never really get what was his. Did he have a specific thing? Like, she seemed to be entertainment inspiration, but what did he inspire? Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's it is weird that they're saying he's amused, like just like her, because yeah. I don't know what he's inspiring. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably something dumb. I inspired people. But he said an artist. To maybe build dams. He's, he's building dams. He was doing paintings. Yeah, it's like, ew, your paintings suck. <laughs> so we get to the end, and she does the L. This was an artist. And she yeah. says how he joined, he signed up in time of war. All right, I haven't looked this up, but I'm going to say this. A, he didn't sign up for shit. He was drafted. <laughs> like, and which I, I guess technically so. is what happened here. Like, this is like the ultimate draft where, like, you're all coming to fight. Right. Um, also, I'm like, 99% sure it wasn't during a time of war. I think it was like let's see if I can let's see if I can guess the year without looking it up. I'm going to say it's 1958 um which was not a time uh, of war yes. it's, it it was I right? Yeah, 1950 on March 24th, 1958, according to the US Army Center of Military History, Elvis fulfilled his draft obligation with 2 years of service in the army. Oh, did, was that when he started or when he ended? It says uh Including a year and a half stationed in overseas in Friedberg, Germany, near Frankfurt. I guess that's like 58 when he started. Yeah, he entered the United States Army in Memphis, Tennessee yeah, on March 24, 1958. Yeah. yeah. So he was post-Korea, pre-Vietnam. Right. So listen, I would never shit on anybody's service, obviously. <laughs> because like... Yeah, I mean, he didn't have to do that even. I'm sure yeah, he, he got he, him out of it. And I mean, yeah. he still did like LBC shit while he was in there. So like... Sure. 
I mean, not everybody's like a fucking psycho, like some of those guys in World War II that were like already famous and were like, fuck it, I'm going to go fight anyway. You know, like, okay. <laughs> right, right. Like, uh, was it Jimmy Stewart? Is all like, oh, he's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, he was a fucking bomber captain. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he flew bombing missions over Europe and lots of them. Wow. When he retired from the Air Force, he was a general. Really? Yes. <laughs> he was an actor at the time when he was retired yes. from the Air Force? He was already was famous. Going? He wow, went to fight crazy. in World War II. He was still, I think he was in the reserves during Korea. He fought, he went, he flew in Korea and Vietnam. I believe in Vietnam it was like a, like an observation mission of some sort. It wasn't like. Get the hell out of here. Oh, yeah. How old That's would he have been in Vietnam? He must have been pretty old, huh? I don't know. Listen, I'm not pretending to know like everything about him, but like, I do know there's a picture <laughs> somewhere of him sitting there with like, he was a brigadier general, so he had one star. Okay. I think the picture that I usually see, it's like, I think he's like a colonel or something in it. So I don't know if it was like I don't know if he retired as a colonel and they made him a brigadier general because they'll do shit like that sometimes, right? Yeah, because they're the military; they can do whatever the fuck they want. Oh, he was born in 1908. Vietnam was man. what? Sixty. It's I mean, starts uh, in so yeah. 62-ish. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that old though. Yeah, old enough to be like you're at the highest ranks you've been in 35 years. Sure, and he was a sure. reservist by then. But listen, I'm sure I'll get roasted when everything I said wrong is in the fucking. <laughs> Well, actually, he did this. Oh my God. Whatever. He was in the Air Force from 1941 to 47, and then he was—I mean, he was in the Army from 1941 well, to 47, and, it, it was, and then he joined the Air Force no, in 47 and 68. I listen. Let me let me school you here. That's when the Air Force became a separate service. So ah, he was—he was part so of the Army Air Corps. Moved over. And the National Security Act comes out in 1947. It splits the Air Force gotcha. into a separate service. Everybody who was in the Army that. Air Corps switches to the Air Force. We're learning stuff today. We are learning stuff today. <laughs> Which, anyone who's alive today, you would remember that as kind of what Space Force was, but not really. <laughs> Didn't actually take off. <laughs> so, Space Force is to the Air Force what the Marines are to the Navy. Okay. So, you know how I'll, I'll tease the occasional Marine guests we have in here, because they're a Department of the Navy. Yeah. If you ever see their symbol, their, uh, their uh, shield, it says Department of the Navy on it. Right. And if you look at the one for Space Force, it says Department of the Air, of the Air Force on it. <laughs> huh. Because they're technically... They're a separate branch, well, but they're a subsection. It's a fucking mess. I can see I'm, it is air. I mean, they're in the air, so. I mean, way up in the air. <laughs> All right, so we've had a history lesson, and we've gone down many roads. We've almost gotten to the end of this minute. It's basically him being a bitch this whole minute. Yeah, yeah. it's just proving that he was a bit of a sissy when it came to uh, fighting, when the angels yeah. were fighting. Well, the best thing we get is her last line, which is, that's why he's the king, and you're a schmuck. Yeah, and he, yeah. Just, and he just gives like a nice. <laughs> All right, Chris, wrap it up. Bring it home. Wrap it up. We are the Jay and Silent Bob Miller on DoingGenre.com. Um, we did Clerks. We did Mallrats. We did Chasing Amy. We're uh, 95 episodes in the Dogma. And go check Hence it all out. episode 95. It makes sense. It's <laughs> Well, that's why I was reminding you what episode you were on. So next week, listen to, uh, next time, listen to 96. You got anything else, Jeff? No. That's why I'm the king, and you're a schmuck. I had to hold that in. I tried to do it. Are we going right for it? You got time? What are you, what are you doing? Why are you just letting it run? Oh, shit. Because you're a schmuck. That's why you're letting it run. Schmuck. Oh, thank you very much.